Welcome to a new episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I'm Fern here with Dom. Hey, everybody. So I've been slowly catching up with podcasts again, right? Yes. As I love podcasts because we do a podcast and we're not going to not listen to other podcasts because we support podcasters and what podcasters do in their podcast. I was, I'm almost caught up with Wizard and the Bruiser. I have one more episode. Uh-huh. But a week, two weeks ago, depending, they did a two-part series on the Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. If you guys haven't checked out Wizard and the Bruiser and you like nerdy shit, check them out. Last Podcast Network. Yeah, they're pretty good. But <clears throat> the second part, obviously, they talk about the Ghostbusters remake. Yeah. They bre- Well, they kind of break into Ghostbusters 2 and then the movies that could have came out after Ghostbusters yeah. 2. Which then led into the, you know, the reimagining. Mm-hmm. So obviously, as you know, <laughs> there was a big controversy, right? What controversy? Yeah. So you know, them being women, obviously, <laughs> pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. For the most part, I kind of understand where Holden's coming from. Yeah, because with what, his what did view, he, say? he was just saying that the the first one was so different. They didn't try to remake that magic. They just went by the book Ghostbusters in the name. Basically, he's saying that because the way that the the way that the first Ghostbusters came out came out so organically. It was Dan Aykroyd being a weirdo saying like, "Hey guys, ghosts are real," <laughs> and everyone falling in line, kind of making this movie happen. Yeah. And he was talking about he's like, "By no means am I saying any of the actresses are bad." In fact, he goes on talking about how he loves like them doing this, whatever. But he brings up uh, Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids. And he said when she made Bridesmaids, because he loves Bridesmaids, it was also very organic, right? Like she, her and her writing partner got together and made this amazing script. When they were asked about something, they were, you know, they offered it. And they got together with, Ju- what's his name, um, Judd Apatow? Yeah, Judd Apatow. And they kind of rehashed what the script was to make it polished and bridesmaids. Yeah. So he was saying that they, he knows that they have that in themselves to do it. Potential. But what actually happened was they just took and I they took some idea, put Ghostbusters in front of it, and then went by the books of like, oh, we have to have this trope, and we have to have this trope, and then, oh, this trope happens. Oh, and then at the end, all of this happens, right? Yeah. And to an extent, he is somewhat right like you know you watch the first one yeah they really don't have like one actual enemy it's more of just like this this thing like the ghosts are this thing it's not one bad guy yeah as opposed to new one where it's one bad guy yeah but he's going on or whatever and all this stuff and blah 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 but then i started to think about it and i was like but would anyone actually want just a remade version of a film that they used to love just brought modernly here's the thing we talked about this before i think sometimes people get too much caught in caught in their own minds Mm -hmm. of this is so fantastic when then when we watch it it's like is it actually yeah because you can kind of see the 
you can start to see like the the string like it's like a like you like as a kid like as a, you would watch a puppet show and be like oh this what this like wooden doll is alive but then as an adult you're like oh I can see the strings. I really started to think about it right and yeah. it's it's like what would ha- like what would happen mm. if they just took that first Ghostbusters and just remade it with women. All the characters correspond. All their actions correspond. What happens then? I think they would still be upset. I, w- I think they'd be mad because why did they remake it? Like, why didn't they just make a whole new story by itself? Like, what? Like, instead of just remaking, give us the whole... Like, why wouldn't they just give us a whole new story? Like, I would have liked that way better. It would have been so much better. See, that's what I was thinking about, too, right? Yeah. Imagine if you took the Goonies mm-hmm. and... Inst- how they talked about maybe doing a like a second part to the Goonies, uh-huh. you know, fucking thirty something years later. <laughs> but what if instead of that they just made a new Goonies, right? Uh-huh. But follow the same story, had similar characters, maybe tone down on the racist part. Mm-hmm. But no, no, still no. up the racism. But still, you know, what if they did that? Would people really enjoy that? Is that really what they want? Because they'd have to know, right? I think so. The one thing that we always talked about, we always talk about with Star Wars, is when the when the second trilogy came out, and people started to realize like this isn't exactly what I wanted. They turned, yeah, and they said these movies are horrible. They should have never been made. Yep. That you know this tarnished the uh-huh. the, the whole the Star good name of Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> and. And George Lucas is a monster and everything, right? Uh, but I gave like millions to charity. Yeah, monster. <laughs> but then you have something like these new movies, new yeah. trilogy. And, and then they turn again because now they're like, yeah, the prequels you, are great. You give them what they want mm-hmm. and then they don't want it. Mm-mm. So. It's like, then what were you complaining about? Because they should have given us something completely different and new. And then, so that's what they complain about the Force Force Awakens, right? Then they do that. And then they're like, but but then, see, like, I didn't want new things. I wanted things that were the same as, like, my old movies. It's like, so what you really want is you just want to be able to watch the the old movies. Yeah, that's what I want to watch. Because you're, I feel like these studios shouldn't. It's 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 like a huge catch twenty two, because it's like you know that these studios are just there to make money. That's all they're trying to get is money. So they're not going for like what's gonna get critical acclaim, right? I mean, if that happens, then they're like, yeah, see, we were going for that all along. It's like no, you weren't. You wanted you wanted as much money as you could get. But then again, it's okay. So it's like. They're not trying to get that, right? But they're also not, like... They try and please fans, but then they also are like... No, it's just going to be whatever gets us the most money. So it's like this huge catch-22 of, like... There's, like, this fine point that you have... Like, you, you have to see that they're, you can't please everybody. Yeah. I think you pretty much hit it on the nail. The one thing with movies is that... doesn't matter how you view a movie... It's it's still it's still supposed to be entertaining, right? Yeah. You know, we have the whole conversation of like can entertainment be art, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not that. It's just when they make these movies, it's supposed to be for entertainment, right? Yeah. I mean, I may not like 
Fast and Furious movies, but like Junior loves them, right? He, he loves the whole trilogy. Yeah. But like, I there's movies that I love that I'm pretty sure you and Junior would probably be like, you, what a fucking nerd. So most of their movies. Yeah. If you look past just these kind of whatever, like I said, I think Star Wars it's Star Wars is bigger. It's more well known. So it's easier to see. But I think it kind of fits along with everyone where I don't think a lot of people really know. And this is for me being a fan, too, where, I mean, we we constantly talk shit about the DCU. But when I saw the Shazam trailer, I was like, all right. Yeah. I'm in. Because I think a lot of times fans don't really know what they want. They just assume that they know what they need. Like, they think they need to see this movie and that movie and this character and this storyline and and these people doing this stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, look at how many people, you know, are trying to, like, fan cast movies now, right? Like, oh, they have to be in this role. They should do this. They should do that. But as much as I think it pains me to say, it's like, but these movie studios literally get paid to do all this stuff that doesn't just deal with that's why I well, say I think this is right that's why I say it's a catch-22 because it's like <coughs> you want to trust that fans know what they would want right they're the ones who are consuming the but then again it's like they they, they tell you like hey Jared Leto is gonna play the Joker and you're like oh he's a pretty good method actor oh, right wow. but then you see him as the Joker and you're like no, <laughs> no, I'm good. But then again, then you hear like Joaquin Mulligan. Phoenix, right? Like Joaquin Phoenix, and you're like, no, I'm good. And then you see a picture, and you're like, no, no. But then you see more and more, and you're like, okay, okay, all right. But see, like I'm pretty, like I'm pretty sure it's just like I said, it's a catch twenty two because it's like, do we know what we want? And then again, it's like, but do studios know what we want? I think it kind of falls somewhere in between. Yeah. Because obviously, in order to make certain things, you have to have enough people interested in it. Yeah. But also, you can't just you can't just rely on this you know hardcore fan base to do everything to be everything, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, that's what movies. I mean, I mean, at least these movies are talking about. But a lot of them are kind of made to be like, hey, we're trying to get a a global audience to be interested in this. So. I don't know. I just, like, really thinking about it, you know, for the last day. I just, yeah, I kind of come to the conclusion where I don't think anyone really knows what they want with these. At least with these, I would say, I would say just with, like, these more, I don't know, nerd-based community movies slash, you know, cartoons, whatever, comic book, whatever type of movies and deals. It's... I'm more focused on that right now because it's a lot. That's more of what we see, right? Yeah. Like I said, we see the Ghostbusters, the fucking, the Star Wars shit, you know, the MCU and DC. Like those are stuff that we see the most where this kind of <clears throat> happens, right? But nonetheless, I, I think I just come to the conclusion where it's like I don't think. At first, yeah, you're right. I don't think it really falls in the hands of one or the other. It's somewhere in between. But I do think that these quote unquote diehard fans aren't really sure what or don't really know what they want. I think that's more of like where I want to land at with this whole thing is that no matter what 
happens or what gets remade or what's being pushed out there you know you could blame the studio right all mm. you want but i also think that the fans are are just as much as a part of it because as much as they say they don't want this and they're going to boycott this and they don't support this if you give them exactly what they if what they wanted i feel like they would still find something yeah. to complain about because yeah. it cuz there's i think there's a there's a certain level of fandom where you turn to being a fan to being like this die hard this is what i love this is the only thing i love it's it's so much to the point now where something like star wars where people will say like no i love star wars but then they hate the the second trilogy they hate this new trilogy mm. they hate the side stories and it's like so now you're saying those those three films from 30 years ago no 40 40 years ago fuck <laughs> Are everything, but you know th- these what eight movies? No, what is it going to be? It's going to be nine. Going to be nine movies? Well, no, wait, wait. No, it's going to oh, be eleven. So, yeah, almost a dozen movies. Yeah, those don't matter because that's not a part of your universe. Like, no, dickhead, that is the universe now. So you don't like Star Wars? You just happen to like these three movies that are connected to this other stuff? Just fucking admit it. I don't know. It's really interesting to kind of, I guess, put yourself out of it and try to see both sides where it's like, yeah, it sucks because you can't even trust fandom anymore over, you know, the studios because... I know, and it just makes you like... So we don't trust anyone, right? You don't trust your parents. You don't trust the police. You don't trust the government. Nobody. Don't trust anybody. This is the fucking news. We may have talked about it before, but let's talk about it again. Because I did see Joaquin Phoenix more and more in, like, the Joker. Because they released more, like, set photos and stuff. I didn't get to see the photo of uh, Zazie Beats, though. Did you? But, like, the more and more, I, I like, the stuff I see, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think I might be into this. It looks pretty good. I like the way that they did. Because did you see the the subway photo where he like I guess yeah. he, like attacks somebody and he yeah that's the only thing up. I've seen. Like he looks pretty good in the outfit and everything. So I don't know. I'm kind of coming around on this. Jackass. Um, <laughs> no, you're right. I, you know, I I will say that this whole time I I didn't give a shit. Yeah. Like I just never gave a shit. And then, it I think is when they first released his his um test photos of like the makeup where it's like okay you know I know what I now I know the look they're going for mm-hmm. and it's not nearly as bad as I thought because yeah. the original photo with him without the makeup he just looked kind of weird and yeah. it's like oh it could turn out yeah. uh, you know but now seeing him in the actual you know Joker uniform it's like okay I know I kind of see what they're going for I still think I kind of understand the feeling they're getting I mean um Robert Downey Jr. is gonna not Robert Downey Jr. Robert De Niro is gonna be in it, right? Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, dang. Which I think that was I. I think that happened because they didn't have Martin Scorsese attached to the film. Yeah. And um, who, who was it again? Who dropped out too? Oh, um, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. <clears throat> so I think that was kind of like, hey, we could get this name and we're better. So knowing that those two are attached now, I could kind of get the feeling of what it's going for. Yeah. I do I do understand some people are, are a bit upset because they're like, well, they're just trying to rip off the the Dark Knight trilogy, the the, the, the what's mm-hmm. it call it, the Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Because the way 
Well, because the way that he kind of looks, and then he does the whole thing with him taking the mask off. Like, it's just like the first movie. Or the first but, one. But also, they're saying that, you know, it's, it's probably going to be rooted more in reality. Yeah. I don't know. I think we'll talk about this later, but I, I think them coming at it with a fresh view is going to help the movie. One thing I like, too, is that I, I barely found this out, like, the other day. Joaquin Phoenix has been wanting to do this for a while. Um, like, and it's just kind of weird because it's like, so, like, what did you, what did he do, like, to, like, get in the, like, you know what I mean? Like, what, like, yeah, like, what did he, like, like, what was, like, oh, like, this is how I would do it, right? To where they're like, yeah, actually, that, that actually ain't bad. I mean, it's better than the other guy we got, and that guy sucks. But, like, it does look very, like... I don't know. Like, there's just something about it that just it makes me like, well, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix was always that person I knew of that I seen him in movies, but I never really was like, oh, you know, whatever. I just knew, you know, his his brother died outside of, like, that strip club or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. I was just looking at his filmography, and it's like, yeah, you know what? He's actually, uh, like, like, because you can kind of say, like, because he was in Signs and stuff and, like, Gladiator and, um, the village and all that and it's like well you know it's like this yeah like i said like he's always like oh, okay you know but then he there. started being in like other films and it's like like um like her yeah as i say you stuff look at her like look how good he did and in that movie like, you do he does a really good job he literally talks he, he, to himself the whole fucking movie yeah <laughs> and he still does really well yeah so i could see him doing really well because i think what um what heath ledger did right to put himself in that that headspace of like what the Joker is, that's brilliant. The way he played the Joker was brilliant. That was the best thing in that whole trilogy. Yeah. You know, like just perfect. Yes. But Jared Leto, kind of trying to go the same route. I think it. I think it was too forced. Yeah, because he was just he like I get where you're like trying to do it different. But at the same time, it's like there's hints of him like trying to be that same, but then like he pulls it back. Yeah. And it's like either you go full for Heath Ledger or you don't. Yeah. So I think we're I think it, we're as people are suspecting we're gonna get closer to uh, a Heath Ledger's Joker, but I don't think it's gonna be full Heath Ledger. No. I think it's gonna be however he sees fit that this character what's his name arthur something arthur flack or something yeah he's gonna he's gonna see however fit arthur flack is to be in this universe and then when he turns into the joker i think we will see a lot of heath ledger's like because the whole thing about like heath ledger is that he's just there for chaos and psychotic and like irrational but like for some reason like jared leto was trying to be like more like oh there's a purpose to this like i I don't know you know what i mean like it's like i don't know like he was he's trying to like be too like not a purpose but i mean like too crazy like too but because i think it's like that's the character of the joker is more like you think he doesn't have a plan but he has a plan but yeah. see, Jareletta was more like, oh, he doesn't have any plans. Oh, he's going to send you dead mice in the mail and, <laughs> and like, call you dirty names. I well, get it. I, I will say that 
I think people's idea of the Joker has always changed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So when people say like, "Well, that's not like the Joker," that's not like the Joker. The Joker really isn't any way that you think it is. And now you know he is a certain way, but I mean, if I'm pretty sure you go through every comic that you'll realize like, "Oh wow, that's." I guess that's not Joker like. It's like yeah, yeah. bitch, because they're fucking comics. Like what do you expect. <laughs> Yeah. These people like die and come back all the fucking time. Then all yeah. of a sudden, you know, the Joker isn't a person. It's a, it's an entity. The yeah. Joker's forever. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, I will give credit that you know, Jared Leto wanted to do something different. Fine, but his Joker sucked. Let's just admit it, right? Yeah. And to me, Heath Ledger was also very different. I mean, I think for us, the image of Joker is from the animated series and it's yeah. Mark Hamill. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when Heath Ledger came out with his Joker, it was like, God damn. <laughs> exactly. Like, it was just, it was so brilliant, you yeah. know? And now that, for me, that's what I want. Like, that, I'm not, I know I'm not going to always get it. I know, not, I know that I'm not always going to see that type of Joker, but for me, that's the type of Joker I want to see, especially on, you know, on screen. I would love to see that type of Joker. Yeah. I feel like Joaquin Phoenix is going to give me closer to that than anything Jared Leto could. And I think that's where my excitement is for with the movie. I don't, I'm not saying I have the biggest hopes for the movie, but I hope to see something where I'm like, okay, this movie's pretty awesome. Kingsman 3 is on the way. So they uh, confirmed that in 2019 is when uh, the next Kingsman is going to be released. I, I did not know that they were working on it. I mean, yeah, I, knew me that they, I knew that they were eventually going to do probably another one because the way that they leave it is like, it's like, yeah, I can see another one. Although... Like, did you like the Golden Circle? Yeah. It wasn't bad. It's just... I feel like they killed off the wrong character and they brought the wrong character back. I'm not saying the movie's, you know, faultless. Oh, no. But I will say that I think the first one just had... It, it had a feel to it where... I don't think anyone really expected it to be more than just like a... Oh. Like a one movie. Like, hey, we tried something kind of different, but somewhat the same. But, you know different way because I never thought of being that movie being anything and when I watched it I was like huh I actually really like that the second one obviously they want to go bigger and better mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of hoping that this third one it doesn't have to fix what happens in the second one but I hope it makes so what happens in the second one fine you know mm-hmm. hope like the third you know what I mean yeah so I don't know I it's cool like I'm you know like I said I like the first one I like the second one that there is Channing Tatum going to be in this one. So rumors for Kingsman three will feature two new characters, a young cocky <laughs> and charming son of a British dude named Conrad, and an older man played by uh, Ray Fiennes. And I, I guess they're going to do a prequel called Kingsman: The Great Game. Yeah, so I guess they're building like a whole Kingsman universe. Um, <clears throat> so Matt Reeves may have. A Batman script Warner Bros. likes. I know we've all been waiting for news for like any kind of news for this, but I guess like he he said that they they really liked it the first draft of the Batman script and 
He's currently doing revisions, and hopefully it's going to come out next year. I'm hoping, like... This is without Ben Affleck? I I think it's... I don't know, because it's so, it's so weird, because it's like, do you think they're going to try and get him back? Even though he, like... Well, I did see that... What's his name? Um, Superman guy? Henry Cavill? Yeah, he made, like, some posts where it's, like, insinuating that he might not be over with it. Because he was wearing something like like his shirt, and he was some I don't know I don't remember. Maybe they gave him the money that he wanted. And he was Maybe like, I'll do it. <clears throat> um, so I mean, I I guess it could always happen, but at the same point, I mean, I think out of the two, I could see Ben Affleck leaving faster than than him. Well, he was already trying to get out the door before Justice League, <laughs> yeah. and it's like. <sighs> Man, I really like it's one of the see it's like it's the same thing where we said earlier. Like we don't we don't hate DC. It's just we just wish they did things differently because I wish they would have done like a movie where Ben Affleck was like, yeah, I want to be I want to keep being Batman. Like Well, see, I think this this also ties in with earlier like I said. I didn't know everyone. I never knew I wanted to see Ben Affleck as Batman. And then I saw the first photo of him. I'm like, okay, I think I want to see Ben Affleck as Batman. Then I got that. Probably the, no, straight up the best Batman fighting scene ever in any live action Batman. Yeah. And I was like, I need this Batman. And then they're like, eh, how about no? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of ties in where, see, they gave me something I didn't know, but then they didn't pull the trigger on it. You know, they didn't give me exactly what I wanted. Now I lost interest in it. Same thing with the actor. And now who knows what's going to fucking happen. I don't know. Uh, Is it going to tie into the regular DCU? I think so. Because this is going to be the same Batman. Because uh, they haven't confirmed if it's Ben Affleck or not, right? But, like, I don't know. They just need to figure things out. They they should just take a break. Say like, we're gonna figure. We're gonna take a, a holiday. We're gonna do a mulligan if we can. We're gonna figure this whole thing out. We're gonna hammer it all out, and you know we'll come back at you guys about it. <laughs> uh, no, I like I said as as much as we are hard on the DCU, f- rightly so. Mm. We're, I mean, I think we're still stoked to see what comes out of it. Like we, yeah. we talked about the Joker movie, and that's technically part of, you know, DC like marketing or whatever, and, or you, you know, the not the DCU but the DC movieverse or whatever. Um, Shazam, I'm really excited to see Aquaman yeah. comes out. What pretty soon? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the, there's still stuff there. It's just the moves that they make are. So are so interesting that they're too interesting. <laughs> if that's if that's a if that's a real thing. What are you doing later? Do you want to come over to my place, play Mario Kart? Uh, I have to go meet my future stepbrother. He just got out of rehab. Try to be nice. Is that him? He's hot. Oh, I know. That's shoddy. That's the sponsor. So that's not Luke. No, there's Luke. 
Damn, junkies are supposed to be skinny. So, Erica, you must be psyched to have an older brother type in the house. Totally psyched. Get to have a complete stranger living in my home. No offense, buddy. Are you okay? I really want to punch you in the face right now. I just don't want to ruin those lip injections that daddy gave you. At least my daddy is not in jail. Oh. Luke's a complicated little guy. He accused a teacher of <clears throat> fondling him. Thinks he saw them around town. Shaking down a child molester is our moral obligation. Nobody's going anywhere until we see this guy molest oh. somebody. I don't think he will. He's like a pro. That's what you get like a subterranean dungeon for. What? Yeah. Totally. I'm sorry? Bowling alley? You're hot old guy. Me and my friends, we've been ogling your goodies for like the last six months. My goodies? Yeah. Oh my god, okay. So what's the plan? What if we break in and tie him up? Yeah, dom him like he's our little bitch. Surprise! <laughs> I'm not stalking you or anything. As you can tell, I have like major daddy issues. Where were you last night? With my friends. Doing what? A little bit up. You get it? No, I'm trying to find the right filter. Buying tampons, like, what's it to you? <gasps> what just happened? We're vigilantes. Cheers. Are you okay? No, I'm obviously not okay. <laughs> Where are you guys going? To go buy some crack? You wanna throw it down? It's okay. They're not buying drugs, Bob. Just let them in. No, I get the joke. Flowers, a 2018 dark comedy directed by Max Winkler. The film stars Zoe Deutsch as Erica Vandross, a 17-year-old whose heart is in the right place, even if it means doing the wrong things. With her two best friends by her side, the threesome wilds out, even going as far as blackmailing a local police officer as Erica gives him oral pleasure. But this is not new, as prostitution is the way Erica hopes to save the 15 grand it's going to take to bail her dad out of jail. Even though she doesn't have her dad, she does have her mom, and the two share a strong loving bond seeming more like sisters rather than parent-daughter. But not all is well, as her mom Lori, played by Katherine Hahn, is now one year into a new relationship. On top of that, he's now living in the house, and if that wasn't enough, he's now waiting his son to join them. Luke, played by Joey Morgan, is the 18-year-old son of Lori's boyfriend, who's in rehab for pill addiction, and still learning to deal with the outside and a new addition to the family, is finding it hard to do so, even having strict diet. Feeling overwhelmed, he storms off on his first night back and Erica is forced to talk to him and bring him back. Not really know how to deal with him or the situation, she does the only thing that comes to mind, offer him a blowjob. Caught off guard and not knowing how to deal with it, Luke declines, but it does not help break the ice. Not long after, they throw a little barbecue, but seeing as Luke can't eat anything, Erica invites him to a bowling alley and the two go to have their first real conversation. But after seeing someone from his past, he panics and runs out. Later on, Erica hears a huge crash and catches Luke trying to hang himself. They rush him to the hospital and in the waiting room, Luke's dad tells Erica that he was sexually assaulted by a teacher and has been dealing with it ever since. Erica and her friends decide to help Luke get back at his former teacher, and the fact that they know him from the bowling alley, they decide to blackmail him, but first they need to make contact. 
Coming up with a plan, Erica runs into Will, played by Adam Scott, as they both shop. Erica turns her charm up and tries to make an impression, which pays off later when she runs into him once again at the bowling alley. The two hang and bowl, and as they leave, he offers a ride. In the car, they start to make out as Erica's friends and Luke watch from the other side of the parking lot. But soon he reaches down Erica's leg and she freaks out, blowing the opportunity to catch him. Luke, once behind the idea, seems bothered, but Erica decides to try again. She heads to Will's house and asks to start over, asking if they can have a beer and talk. He agrees, but what he doesn't know is that Erica plans on spiking this drink and taking lewd pics with him while he's passed out. Mid-conversation about telling his story about his wife leaving him and a kid lying about sexually assaulting him, he passes out. Erica tries to warn him of what she did, but it's too late. As Will is grabbing Erica, Luke comes out and tackles him into a coffee table and breaking their fall. Now out of it, they set up Will and take pictures with Erica and her friends half naked and on top of him. As they try and leave, Luke notices that Will isn't breathing right but Erica ensures him that he's fine and they leave. The next morning, the cops come to talk to both Erica and Luke, saying people fitting their description were seen leaving the house, as huge graffiti was left on Will's house. Now freaked out, they head back and check on Will, but find out that his low breathing was due to a miniature Eiffel Tower in his back, and now he is, in fact, dead. Freaked out, Luke talks Erica into running away, and they take Will's car and head south to Mexico. On the way there, Luke spills the real story about Will and tells Erica that he said what he said because he, in fact, did see Will molest a young girl. And that girl, feeling helpless and not being able to do anything or say anything, he decided to make up that Will molested him instead. Tired and hurt, Erica decides she wants to go back home. She insists that they could make up a story and face up to what they did. Luke agrees and they head back north. While she was asleep, Luke wakes her to reveal that they are stopped at the jail that Erica's dad has held. Not only that, but Luke stole the money that his dad was saving, and now Erica has enough to bail her dad out. But when she tries to do so, they let her know that her dad was released days ago. Upset and hurt, Erica breaks down, and the two decide to go back to the original plan to head to Mexico. Not long after, they start to get tailed by a cop trying to pull them over. They try and shake him and eventually do... But while doing so, Luke lets Erica know that he's fallen for her, and she states the same. The two are found not long after lying on the ground, just having had sex for the first time. Ecstatic on being with one another. Fast forward six months later, and Erica is visiting Luke. Now a couple. They speak on how their parents are dealing with it. How he's holding up inside. And how after being caught, more victims of Will are starting to come forward. And the judge might take that into consideration when his court date comes up. So the movie we watched this week was Flower? That's that's the name of the movie, right? No, it's Flower. Not Flower? Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, sorry. Flower? Flower. Not Flower? Yeah. Flower. Okay. Flower, right? Am I, am I pronouncing that right? Am I pronouncing? Not baking. Uh-huh. Like growing. Like oh, yeah, you like it like that. Like, mm, smells good. Oh, Flower. Okay. So, uh, what do you think? What do you think? I liked it. I thought it was really good. I really liked it. It like it's one of those movies where we we've se- we said it before. You you think it's gonna go one way, and you think things are gonna happen, but then they pull the rug out beneath you, and you're like, "Well, didn't see that coming." And I was like, "Well, didn't see that coming." And especially like 
there's the the part where she goes to visit her dad, right, to to bail him out, and like see like in any normal story. You would have got this heartfelt. Either you would have got the heartfelt, like she bailed him out, right? Like, and he's like, "Cool, like awesome, thanks." Or it would have been like that kind of reversal where it's like, "Oh, cool, thanks for bailing me out." Like, and then he kind of like is a dick. And like, I actually, I actually thought they were gonna be like, "Oh no, that was the fee for this, but now it's, or it's that, actually this fee, right?" Or or, or something it's like so that. close but so far. Right, I thought that's. I actually thought that's what was gonna happen. Like, or, or like that's what would happen in a story, in like a normal like yeah. story. But the thing is, like, no, they kind of turn it around on you and like, no, he left a while ago. I kind of wish that they didn't get together. Yeah, but like, I I actually thought it would been better if she was like, I love you, but not like that. Yeah, like we're we're a thing now, but we're not together. Where it's like, because. This is what I felt. I felt like her building up her dad was supposed to be something where it's like, oh, cool, awesome, right? He's the coolest guy, whatever. When it didn't happen, it's like she realized, like, oh shit, like you know, I don't have, I don't have him like that. Like I, yeah. you know, she like you think that her and her mom have this like unbreakable relationship, and then she just completely loses her shit. And yeah. I mean, they tie in that obviously they still have a good relationship, like. She she goes to apologize later on, but yeah. they're gone. But still, like you know, you think that this her like you see that her and her mom kind of have this breakup. So you think that really the rock in her life, the rock that's making her down to earth, is her dad. Mm. But then he she doesn't have him. She lacks. In fact, she probably loses him like that. Where she, like he literally broke her heart. Um, which I thought the scene, you know, after was really cool because she's like, no, I'm super fine. No, why, why wouldn't I be? And yeah. it's like, oh my God, no one loves me. I mean, you could kind of, I mean, you could see that they would probably hook up or something, right? Yeah. And I did thought, I thought it was fucking hilarious when the first thing she said is, you need a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> she tries to give him a blowjob. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's fine. And, uh, I'm good at it. He's all, what? No. Huh? And then she tries to do it. He's like, "No, she's like, oh, you're gay." He's <laughs> like, "What? No, that's cool." I like how it kind of normalizes sex in this. Yeah, you know, like the whole blowjob things. It's it's more funny than anything. Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> she, she has her fucking paper of like, huh, twelve grand. <laughs> I'm getting there, which is funny because it's like, I mean. You, you and I know there's there's a lot of people that we know that are just like completely okay with anything like sexual, like they're just like they'll, they'll tell you everything and like anything. Yeah, it's like because that's how that's how normal people are. Yeah, that's how this for, generation is for the most part. Yeah, this is probably closer, the closest thing I saw to like a normalization of sex. Yeah, um, with like a younger generation that I've seen before. I think with our generation, like we talked about this before, like our generation was kind of weird because it was like the melding of two. Yeah, it was you know, the we were old, the tail end of one and the, the beginning old, of another. Yeah, the old but we way were, of things versus the new way of. But things. we were still in the like we were in the middle of like, huh? Like we were young enough to where that was happening, but old enough to where we could see you know all the stuff before. So I feel like 
I'm not saying it's just our generation. I mean, obviously, it's just us. <clears throat> but like, I think it was just us. <laughs> I think it was just us. But like, uh, like sex and and stuff like that has become more normal, right? Yeah. Where you know you can have relationships with people that are you know sexual in nature, and it's not you know like weird. Like what? before, it was like, oh, they're oh, you're gonna get a what was it? Um, STD. <laughs> No, what? <laughs> the fuck? No, um, friend zone and stuff like that. Oh right? yeah, like you know that was something that I remember being young, like being younger. But then now it's like, no, that shit doesn't exist. So yeah. she's into you, or she's not. Yeah. Um, so like I, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I feel like I have. I know a lot of people in my life who, were kind of we're normal like that, right? Where we can yeah. we can not only talk about it normally, but things can happen like that where it's not blown out of proportion and that's the same thing where like they didn't that wasn't a main focal point like the fact that she was basically like prostituting herself to make money this way right yeah and she's supposed to be 17 like 10 years ago that would have been like oh wow it's like super edgy it was on the it was on the blacklist like we talked about <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, and see, and that's what's crazy is like, see, this is a movie that like, what, what how, how how long ago did you say? Like, well, like ten, 10 years ago, ago yeah. you could not make this. Like, people would have been like, this has to be NC seventeen. Yeah, like you have this. Yeah, she's not really seventeen, but like the the subject matter, like you can't have that. But yeah. it's like nowadays, it's like no, perfectly fine. Yeah, and, and but I think it goes to like. She because she doesn't regard like she regards like actual like intercourse, intercourse yeah as like it's something more like I'm not telling she even says like I'm not telling that like we need to like have sex yeah. she's just like I just wanted to give you a bunch <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah because see like that's what normal people do yeah no that, that's <laughs> what I said like I, I think that that aspect is really cool because it was it was like a very normalization of it. it I mean, there was you know like one or two parts where it was a punchline, but mm. like that was supposed. To, it was supposed to be like that, right? Um, and it's even funnier that <laughs> that she does it, and her friends are the one that do the blackmail. Like, yeah. Oh, we got you, pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. See, those are real friends. Yeah. Uh, going into this movie, I really, I literally had no expectations because I literally never heard of it. Yeah, me either. Um, I knew the main girl because she was in that, um, what do you call it? Uh, like, Why Him? Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I knew her, and then, of course, it said Adam Scott. Well, yeah, I, let's talk about the cast, because, like, they're, they're pretty good. You know, like, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, she did amazing. Like, I thought her character was so lovable. I, I was like, why does this girl look so familiar? Because she kind of looked like white um, redhead. Yeah, she hmm. she actually kind of looks a little bit like Rose Byrne, a little bit. No, but it turns out like the reason why I'm like, why does she look familiar? She's Leah Thompson's daughter. That's her daughter. Oh, huh. From Howard the Duck fame. Leah oh, Thompson. why did you say that? Yeah, <laughs> Leah Thompson. Oh yeah, Beverly say. Hillbillies. Leah Thompson. <laughs> But I was like, oh, shoot, that's her daughter? Huh. It's like, huh, huh. I don't know. I just, I I knew her from that movie, so mm. I was like, oh, okay. But, yeah, she is, she's, like, super likable. She, like, you, you're completely the on cool her. The cool thing, too, is, like, I thought they were going to be way more annoying mm-hmm. than her and her friends. Yeah, I, yeah. 
but it wasn't. It was more of like, oh, okay, like they're just good friends. Like they obviously they do some pretty weird, fucked up. Yeah. Well, not fucked up, but pretty kind of weird out there shit sometimes. Yeah. And they're they're kind of rambunctious, but it's it's nothing really. It's saying, eh, we've had we've all had friends who kind of come there. Yeah. So that was fine. Um, that one girl, one of her friends is from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I'm just saying. But um, Catherine looks familiar. Catherine Hahn does. Great, but she's always great. Yeah, she's, she's always yeah. Um, What's his name? Tim, right? From Tim and Eric. He he's funny. I like when he got serious though. Remember when he was when the the son when he tried to hang himself? Yeah, and he was like, like he, like he's talking like the, like the Sherm, <laughs> but then he like gets really serious and he's like, no, like if I could just find that guy and like yeah, just like kill him. But then he gets like silly again but it's like no see like he can probably do a pretty good job at like being well that's what i was gonna say it's like so the movie the movie's it's it's a dark comedy mm-hmm. straight up yeah um but when it finds those moments like when her and her mom are having the conversation and she's still being cool but like it's just the tears in her eyes yeah like she's not bawling or she's not like super like oh, i'm so distraught it's just she has tears in her eyes it's like cool mom thanks you know whatever it's like that was more powerful than like her being like so distraught and like she's like ho- holding her hair like yeah she can't because you know overacting yeah because we see that so much yeah. in like these quote unquote dramas but <clears throat> it was it was way more believable like that than mm-hmm. anything and it made it feel more real than anything you know I I I kind of wish that they would have shown more of like the uh the what's his name luke the stepbrother yeah and her kind of bonding like they 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 insinuate that they they're they're getting closer and that she you know she actually really cares about his well-being yeah and that he's you know he's really starting to open up because he's like hey you know i'm i'm this fucked up kid but like you know you're you're actually really here for me and that means a lot but I, I kind I just kind of wish that they would have focused a little bit more because I, I like the fact that she sees him. She's like, "Hey, let's get out of here, get real food." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you going? Are you gonna buy some drugs? Are you you want to pitch in? <laughs> He's all looking like, "What?" She's, <laughs> she's not gonna buy drugs. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, but like uh, you know, like that because that's the way her her character is. Yeah. So it, it, I just you know. From me being that guy, I, I just I thought it would be a lot cooler if they showed a little bit more of them together, mm-hmm. right? Especially because the way it ends, I think it would have it would have made it a lot better if you would have shown like, oh yeah, you know they're they're really giving in to each other. Like yeah. she gives him, you know she gives him like her ear and he likes to open up more and you know all this stuff. Like I said, the ending's the only like. <sighs> I mean, I guess it's cool. Because they're, like, together. Yeah, like, you know, they, they like, crash. They quote-unquote crash into the tree, and then they fuck in the desert, and it's like, that's cool. Like, yeah. that's cool. But the, I, the only way that I can see it happening is because of the way she is. Yeah. That she's more about character than yeah. anything else. Like, she's she knows... Um, Adam Scott's character as the old hot guy, and they're all like, "Oh, he's the old hot guy," and all this stuff. But as soon as she finds out that he's a pedophile, she's like, "Oh yeah, fuck that guy. Let's let's get him." Yeah. And then you could tell that she's kind of she because she's so conflicted because she just wants to do the right. Like her her um her blackmailing the cop in the beginning 
was completely fine because you you know he like he was like she's like oh I'm 17 you and he's need like, that and, and he's like boy oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um you think you in the beginning you think she's kind of gonna be like this bad character yeah but she's more of just about like no, being yeah. like being honest and real but when she when she starts to think that hey maybe that that Luke's lying and that you know he actually mm. didn't do it. The first thing she does, she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, don't drink that, whatever, yeah. right?" And like all this shit. And then I think the turning when she finds out that he was lying, but he was lying because he he saw what he was doing to someone else. Yeah. And this girl couldn't say anything, right? And which I mean, you know, I'm, I mean. It's almost like we've heard this story yeah. a million times in the recent. Yeah, but like, why didn't years. they come forward until now? Like, why didn't they report it then? Huh? <laughs> huh? Where did I hear that before? <laughs> um, no, but you you take that and he does he falls into a little bit of hor- like a um, a hero's role. Yeah. Once he does that, which is like eh, it's fine. But she sees that, okay, he lied, but he lied for the best possible reason. Because he saw that. Yeah. I mean, he did see. I mean, it, I mean, it's sad because he said, like, I'm no one. <laughs> no one gives a shit about me. Yeah. But this girl, you know, like, you know, her, she's having her life ruined. So, you know, what's the best that I could do? And, you know, he, he does. I mean, he ruins his life or tries to ruin his life. So you think that technically he's, you know, there, but he just... It's really like he he was upset more that he didn't get caught, you know, yeah. and that's why he wanted to get back. Like you could say, like, well, he succeeded because his wife left him, he lost his job, but he wanted to see, like, no, he did real damage to this girl, and he wanted to see him pay. And yeah. What's the ultimate? Like, let's accidentally kill him. Yeah. Quote unquote accident. Oh man, Luke set it up this whole time. <laughs> I actually kind of thought they were gonna go that way too, until. I can see it until uh, he, until he was like, "Hey, he's not breathing right." Then yeah. I was like, "Oh, you could tell." He's like, "Oh shit, this is getting out of hand." Yeah. <laughs> um, and the one thing that I really love about this is that death isn't a big part of the movie. No, like it uh, is because yeah, because it, it, it it's them running away and all yeah, this stuff. Whatever. But it's not like they make a big old like deal about it yeah it's not like it's not the main focal point yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't like watching this movie it's not like oh it's like a horror thriller because or like, they kill this yeah, guy or we got no we gotta hide the body and yeah. this and that it's like no they know what they're getting into like yeah. he he intentionally wrote the no and like he's like let's go just get in the car like the, his hair's all like combed over, and hers she has the wig on, like that oh, the scene. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, at first, I, it kind yeah. Of, at first, I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> oh, disguise. Uh-huh. I thought that was funny. Um, uh, that was funny. No, but I, I really love that part, like the fact that the fact that that death wasn't like a huge <coughs> thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just watching the movie. Like it, it surprised me that that wasn't a big part of it. I mean, they literally killed a man, but it wasn't the biggest part. It was more of like, okay, this is why this the second or this yeah. last part happens. This yeah. is going in. This is the third act now. I really, I don't know. I just really like that. Yeah. But no, uh, this movie's really good. It's really good. And like I said, I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, but no. 
no. I like I really enjoyed it. It was but funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. She, like I I can't wait to see that. What, what's her name? I don't remember her name. Zoe. Zoe Deutsch. Yeah, I can't wait to see like more stuff she's gonna like that she's gonna be in. She's great. She she's really. I mean, I I thought she was a really good actress. Yeah, I I think um, I. I I'm not saying the what was it why him or whatever that yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that's a great movie but I like that movie uh, but if you're gonna watch her and anything that I've seen so far that this movie is the one you want to watch like this is the one that I think she's the most likable and mm. she's funny and charismatic mm. and I don't know just plays around that plus like I said the kid I was wearing the saves the day shirt through <laughs> being cool and like that's pretty fucking awesome. So yeah, so definitely, I think it's definitely worth watching. Oh yeah, go out of your way to watch it. Two doms up. Comic book movies have become a huge part of the culture. So much so that the comics and source material don't do as well as like the movies and TV. I mean, you could even say like, uh, is is this like the singularity where we've moved past like comics and like graphic novels right like because i mean like how much do we because before we used to take straight from the comics like like e- e- even when age of ultron came on ever it came out or it was going to come out everyone was like oh so it's going to be like age of ultron it's going to be like the the graphic novel yeah and they're like no it's just <clears throat> called age of ultron guys stop and they're like no no it's good i bet i know oh i Here's my theory video, okay? So, like, Ultron's gonna come, right? And then it's gonna be, like, an age of Ultron. <laughs> as soon as you said that, it took me back to, like, just never watching all... Because, like I said, Marvel was the one that kicked that. I think Marvel yeah. was the one that kicked those off of, like, alright, let's break this down. Like, I think this is what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, and, then, and then this is gonna happen. But even with, like, Justice League, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're gonna give you, like... Dark Knight Returns type of Batman, and it's like, but see, like they just give you, they give you callbacks. They don't actually give you the storyline anymore. Like, so what's the deal with comic book movies? I, th- I think you're right. I think we're moving to the point where the TV shows, the movies, you know, maybe even animated, whatever. I think those are are starting to become the source material now. Yeah. Obviously, you know, they're forever going to be comic book movies because they come from comic books. But you take something like this new Joker movie mm. with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. To me, and I, you know, I try to look up to see if anyone can verify it, but to me, it seems like they're just making a new Joker in this universe. It's literally like a. I want to say like a, like a serial killer movie, but not really. You know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of like a My Friend Dahmer, but with the Joker. Yeah, because they're saying that Thomas Wade's going to be in there, so we're assuming that Batman either isn't born or he's still a child. Um, shit, they could do something where Joker's the one that kills him, yeah. right? And that like, sets that like up. in um, Tim Burton's The Batman. Yeah, The Batman. Yeah. Uh, but what it seems like now is that they're not really pulling much from just comic books. That they're taking this well-known character and these stories and they're making it up, right? Mm-hmm. And I think before 
this year, maybe two years ago, if you told someone they were going to do that, like, why would they just make a comic book movie up when they have all their source material? But I think we're moving away from that now. Mm-hmm. I think we're we're pushing so far, pushing so far away from it where now we can do that, where we can take this Spider-Man and all of a sudden, he, yeah, he's 16, but, you know, Aunt May's not 65, you know. No. She's like a hot 40-year-old. Yeah. And we don't yeah. have to show, you know, Uncle Ben dying. We just know that he died. And, yeah, get know? Uncle Ben out of there because yeah. we just want to see Aunt May. We just want to see Aunt May. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but now you could take these well-known characters, well-known stories, and really change them any way you want, right? And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. Yeah. Obviously, you know, there's Gotham. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. maybe, maybe this idea wasn't good. But now you're kind of... I think now we're moving away from where if, if uh, they put out a new, I don't know, um, Black Panther trailer... Where people don't say like, "Oh, it's like in this comic and like this comic." Now I feel like they could just be like, "Oh no, it's own story. Like it's you know, yeah. it has nothing to do with any comic book, you know, whatever." Blah blah blah. Obviously, you're right. They would always have callbacks of, "Oh well, yeah, well this character is this character, but he's not nothing the same. You know, no same backstory. He just has the same you know name or whatever, yeah. right?" I feel like we got to that point now, and it's not necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. You take something like the X-Men cartoons in the early 90s, right? And that looked like it was just a, a oh, yeah. comic book coming to life. Yeah. So, so much so where I grew up, that's what I grew up with. And when I see these old comic books now, it's like, oh, yeah. It's, it's like the same thing. You know, Maybe a little bit changed here and there. Like, obviously, in the comic books, the girls have bigger boobs and stuff. Yeah. But <clears throat> nonetheless, the, the characters look the same. The source material is the same, whatever. But now in 2018, going to 2019, you could you could make up an X-Men story now, which I feel like MCU's going to do, and it could be completely different than everything that you've ever read in any comic, and it won't be that bad. No. And I think that I think that's kind of cool, and it's really interesting and, to think and, about it. And I think it's good, too, because with, like, Infinity War, right? Like, they could have just straight up adapted... Affinity Gauntlet, right? Um, like they could have pulled like a straight adaption where they like, oh yeah, here's Lady De- or Mistress Death. This is why he's doing this, and then he goes and collects them, and here's Adam Warlock. You know what I mean? Like they could have yeah. just done paint by numbers, but no, they decided to give them a completely different like like motive for it, and like they changed it up a little bit to where it's like now you're not bound to like. This is what happens next in the story, so you have to do this next. No, it's like no, you now we don't even know what's gonna happen. Now we don't yeah. even know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and I think that's that's why I say it's really interesting because now we're at a point where they're giving us things that you might be understanding of, but it's probably not gonna go anywhere near where you know. And I think that was I think this is made on purpose. Like you mm-hmm. said, they don't want people they don't want to just make a movie about a thing and then people know like, oh, that's how it ends. I really know that's how it ends. Yeah. Obviously, they're still, you know, as of right now and probably in the future, they still have the they still have the similarities between things like, you know, um, Planet Hulk. Like it wasn't exactly like Planet Hulk, but it had 
it was basically planning hope yeah. as much as you can get in the MCU, which was good. It was awesome. It was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Now we're at a point where you can take you can take a story or a storyline, and it doesn't have to be exactly how you read it. It doesn't have to be, you know, similar enough. And I think that that's where it pays off moving forward. It's a really interesting place that we are right now mm. with this medium of yeah. comics. You know, 10, 15 years ago, comic book movies were just comic book movies. It yeah. was cool. You know, maybe they weren't the greatest, but whatever. You got them. It was awesome. But now it's at a point where, I've, where I feel like, and I do believe that when these stories are starting to come out now, we're... You know, even to the point where they can make new characters, right? And it's not going to be as weird as it would have been 15 plus years ago. Where it's going to be normal because, well, you know, we have to make this character because, you know, this character is going to do this and that and that and this. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And and then you can take, you know, beloved characters and change things about them and... Well, you don't have to just pull from a, you know a comic series of like oh you know, this graphic novel they did this or like in this small run they did this. It's more of like no, nah, I just want to oh. I want to make this up now. I well, want to come up. With well, if you're gonna make Superman black, then you better make Black Panther white. Yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> he's because like in Africa and he's still white. White Panther. See that's like. Well, like, like that sounds dumb because it's like Panthers. What's that? What's something different from Panther? It's still like, like hard hitting, like pa- Panther, like Punch, like White Punch, like White Explosion. Like I don't know, but different name, you know, something, something like that. White something. Power. Yeah, you know, that actually works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that'd be so messed up. Uh, no, it's just, like, if you really look at it today, right yeah. now, things that are happening, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this comes out. Because, yeah. like I said, the comic book industry, as, as, as well, I mean, just being paperback comics, that industry is going away. That's going to. I, mean, I mean, look at... I mean, I feel like the only people who hold on to, like, that kind of stuff are, are similar to the people who are like, no, books won't ever go away. Like, people want, like, physical copies. It's like, I can I get I get it because, like, I've, I, I like to read books. But, like, over the years, it's like, no, I'm okay with not reading a book now. Like, I, I mean, if it's... Like at first I was kind of like, how do you? Why? Why would you read on there? But now it's like, no, kids are like, they grow up like reading on the tablets, and it's like, or I don't know, having someone read it for you. Yeah. As you're just, I don't know, driving in your car, and all yeah. you just got through two chapters. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Instead of having all these tapes or CDs, you could just put it on, and it's like, oh wow, it's not taking up any room. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Like physical media is. It's 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 got, like look at newspaper. Remember when when the internet first and like you could get news on there and like people were, huh, who's gonna want to read the news on the internet? I get it all 
in the newspaper, which is like five days behind, actually, and it's like not really up to date, and it's like, um, it gives me the weather, but like, it's not really accurate, but, huh. It is sad to say that the the comic book industry, like I said, I'm meaning as paperback, is dead, it's dying, it's pretty much done. But the legacy of it's continuing, yeah. and that's what's really awesome. But that's what you should be happy about, right? As a as a person who is a, a huge fan of this media that you grew up on, and like look at like they look at what they're doing with it now. Like they're giving you something, they're continuing it. They're not just letting it fully die. Yeah, like you should be excited that this this thing these comics this thing that was a part of your life it's not going yes it's changing of course it changes it always changes i can tell you the same thing about you know the music scene that i'm into of course it changes but it's still living on and it's becoming a big thing it's such a big thing now that when people think of comics they think of these movies they think of these characters Uh, i mean uh, uh, another example is like look at horror look at the horror genre like as a comparison it's like how how many years was horror like not taken seriously at all? And look what it took. It took like a few creators who were like, "No, we're determined to actually give you some quality movies." Yeah. And then they they did, and then now it turned it around, and now everyone's like, "Oh, so it's hereditary." And, oh. and, and it's like, yeah, I I get that. There's going to be those people out there who are like, "No, I like seeing like the schlocky like." dumb, cheesy, yeah, like, horror film. Yeah, and it's like, well, I only like, like, 80s, like, B-movie. B-movie. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. But, like, at the same time, it's like, no, you should be happy that, like, now it's taken seriously. It can win an Academy Award. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, look at, I mean, just look at comic book films. Well, there's a potential that it could win an Academy Award now. I don't know. I, I just, I think, I think you're right. I, I think that this is this is it. This is a split. Like, it's happening now. And it's really exciting. <clears throat> like, I'm in the camp that I'm very excited to see how it turns out. And yeah, I mean, of course, I'm more excited because I'm not going to sit there and buy all these comic books and read them and stuff like that. But, you know, I've tried and I still, like, I'll pay attention to what's going on story wise or whatever. But it's just, it's the fact that, you know, you talk about comic books. You know, 20 years ago, and it was like this fringe thing that only nerds did, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's like the head of Hollywood. Yeah. Like, it's the it thing. Like, it's, it's, and it's not just, it's not a fluke. It's been going on for, I mean, if you want to count, if you really want to count X Men as the beginning, it's going on for fucking 20 years. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, Marvel itself is 10 plus years going. Yeah. Like, it's not a fluke. Like, this is a part. It's. I'm not saying comic books have never been a part of mainstream. Obviously, they have. But now it's like a huge it, thing. It started as its own or as a subgenre of like action and kids movies or whatever. Whatever you want to say it was. But it's pushed into its own genre now. It's like and for all those people, remember all those years of people like, when's the superhero bus gonna the bubble gonna burst? <laughs> oh, super! It's gonna be next year. Oh, Infinity War. Oh, oh, Age of Ultron. Oh, this. Oh, I think it's gonna be this year. Oh, you think there's gonna be too many? And it's like, no, because you guys are idiots. And we've been telling you for years. It's because they give you such diversity within the comic book. Because comic book is like a genre 
but like superhero film but then you got so many different variations like you can get something that's like a like wacky like comedy where it's like where it's more like Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy or you can get like a serious like spy film where it's like uh, Captain America but then you get like the blockbuster e like like opera like operatic <laughs> like whatever with like the Avengers movies you know it's like the grandiose stories that like we're used to like saga stories that we're used to it's like so it's like it's giving you such diversity in itself I'm really excited to kind of see what comes out of this how things change you know I think it's going to change for the better but I I know there's going to be times where it changes for the worst you can't have one without the other you know even if it's a little bit on one side or a lot on the other but super stoked on it just you know really excited to kind of move forward from this now you know like if this is a split then this is a whole nother era or era where we're, we're heading into and it's it's kind of exciting yeah but with that we'll end this episode uh thank you for listening yeah for us uh blabbing for so long blah 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 uh, blah, 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 blah blah yeah sorry we always talk about a lot of nerd shit yeah and dom always wants to bring in rape but that's just how we are uh but thank wow. you guys so much wow time's up um <laughs> Please like us uh, on Instagram and Twitter at intb underscore podcast. But do you email. guys have a suggestion? Because yeah. you can email us. Yeah, email us at um, intbpodcast at gmail. At gmail.com. Uh, check out, you know, we have links in our profiles with our paper page. Mm. You can check out all our order episodes on there. Um, yeah, thank you. Like I said, we. We really appreciate it. We're trying to do more stuff, but you know we're working on it. We're getting there. Yeah, and so. well, next month's gonna be ooky spooky. Oh, yeah. We have Halloween coming up, which is really our time to shine. Oh. This is kind of you know, Ooh. this is our thing. Yeah, you know, it, st- it stops being so fucking hot in Arizona. Exactly, but we're still also, hot. Yeah, but, <laughs> but like Halloween, is yeah, like, then everything gets scary. Ooh, so scary. So. Super stoked on that. You know, be excited. Yes. Right now. Start your excitement right now. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I've got such an excitement going on right now. (laughs) Thank you, guys. And as always, remember. It's not that bad. It's not that bad.